Welcome back. I'm just gonna serenade in that moment for a second. Okay. Welcome back to episode 14 of The Current, a podcast for Christian teens looking to rebel against the current of our culture. I'm Caleb, your host, here with my sister and co-host, Ellie. We'll see you after the break. Hey guys, it's Caleb and Ellie here from the podcast, The Current. We're here to tell you about how we make our podcast on Anchor. It's a platform where you can make your own podcast completely free. There's creation tools inside the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other places. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, if I didn't get to say it already, welcome back. It's good to be back, folks. We are happy to, uh, I don't know, what would you say? Uh, Be back with the podcast, I guess. Um, We're glad to uh, be back. Uh, We were gone for like two months, I think it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was waiting for a response there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, we were gone for a while. We got busy. We uh, missed a few deadlines that we were trying to get to, and we just kept kind of getting pushed off and stuff. So, um, uh, yeah, we're planning to be back. Um, I think when you guys are listening to this, this should be – well, actually, I shouldn't say this is when you are listening to it because, um, you know, there can be people who – listen after this time and probably will be most of our listens on this episode but this podcast should air or come out on Wednesday um which is tomorrow in our books anyway we're we're recording this from what is this like seven o'clock Tuesday night yeah this is like one of our first night episodes thinking about it mm-hmm. I don't think we well I think we recorded one at like five one time or something like that but this is like our latest yeah. This yeah. is not like, but don't get us um wrong or anything. This isn't like late, late night late. for us. No, but, but. <laughs> our we're required by our parents to have our computers downstairs and put away by eight o'clock. So, you know, seven o'clock is pretty late in terms of podcasting anyway. Yeah. Um, because you go anymore later than seven thirty, you don't really have time. But anyway. Moving on. Um, yeah, uh, we're happy to be back. Yeah, we're uh um we're gonna we're planning to get these out once a week, hopefully. Um that's that's the goal. Um once a week. Uh yeah, that's uh yeah, we, we have other plans too, but we're mainly just gonna say once a week. Um yeah. So um moving along, I guess. Um how has your day been going? <laughs> it's been pretty good. How was yours? Uh, it was good. Um, I guess we could fill in the listeners. That's everything that's happened since, like, what? 
I think August something or other was the last episode we published. August like 28th or something? Um, I don't know. I'm going to give you one word that's basically prevented a lot of um, these podcasts from happening. School. Um, yeah, we started school like September right, 4th or something. Like right after our last podcast aired. Like a week I don't know. after. Well, like two weeks after, I think, because we decided to take a break for a little bit. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so then um, school hit. We kind of got busy. It kind of kept getting pushed off. Um, with summer gone, we didn't really have the free time like we used to. We didn't really anticipate how that would look. Um, considering the school year is a lot more hectic with um, COVID and such. But, yeah, that's um, kind of where we're at right now. Uh, I mean, I, we don't really have to get in specifics. I just think pretty much school is the one main thing that's happened mm-hmm. since. Um, that's taken up majority of our time since then. Um, yeah. Uh, can you think of anything else, really? No. Uh, I guess just kind of filling in. I started volleyball, and our mom is coaching my volleyball team at my school. So that's kind of like what I've been up to most of the time. What about you? Yeah, pretty much that and homework. Um I'm working on a paper right now, which actually will play into our episode a little bit. I'll talk about that in a second. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I, th- I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't really know what else to say besides... Uh, we should jump in. Want to get into it? Yeah, okay. So, um, uh, what is our topic for today? I guess you well, can introduce that. Our topic for today is the, well, I think at least, I don't know, we didn't really talk about this together, but broadly, like just baptism. Are yeah, we I, that's, baptism? I think that's what we're going to title the episode is baptism. baptism. Um, That's mainly what we're going to be talking about. Um, Sorry, I think we'll start back. off by talking about it in a more broad sense. Um, and we'll kind of share our view on baptism, um, what we hold to be true. Uh, I'll talk about some evidence for that basis, some evidence for the other side of the argument, um, and why I believe that would be false. If I'm sounding very technical right now, that's because I'm actually writing a persuasive paper on the subject of baptism right now. When I said paper, that's the paper I'm working on um, for my composition literature class. So, yeah, that... um, yeah, so that's that's why I have a lot of these facts kind of memorized and such because of that. But yeah, so it's good but, to know otherwise though too. But uh, we'll start talking about uh, well, let's just talk about baptism in general, mm-hmm. what baptism is, what it isn't, and then um, we'll we'll go on from there, I guess. So first of all, Ellie. Um, in the broadest sense possible, physically, what is baptism? Physically, physically yeah. because because I think if we get into the what does it actually represent kind of thing, we're going to get into the more uh, parts that we're going to get into later this episode yeah. um, between the two sides of that argument. But uh, physically, what is it and uh, who practices it, I guess? Okay. So baptism, at least as like the way I know it best, is um, so usually I think this goes for all religions, like all religions that practice baptism. 
is like you have some water and is that right all yes yes baptism (laughs) quite literally needs water is pretty much part of of the baptism so and then you get into like this tank of water or yeah that also kind of that depends depends on the denomination but that'll be in our later discussion And you basically either get, like, dunked or, like, sprinkled, depending on the denomination. Well, and the age of the person, but yes. Um, With water. And that, well, I'm not going to say what it symbolizes, but, yeah, basically you either get, like, dunked or immersed or, like, sprinkled with water. And that's what I would say. Like, I'm not going to go into any, do you want, is that what you Yeah, like, quite literally... The Greek word baptizo, which is where we get our word baptism, is um, quite literally means to um, submerge or immerse underwater. Um, that's the translation. Um, we've uh, then taken that word and um, used the word baptism or baptize in um, our translations of the Bible, which... Um, is kind of an interesting subject too because I feel like um, baptize maybe isn't being used the way it should be used. Um, but we can get into that um, in a little bit. So, uh, do we want to maybe talk about like, uh, can you think, let's first of all pull from the Bible. So, um, can you think of instances in the Bible without even having to look anything up? Like, you don't have to give me a scriptural passage or whatever, but like, where people are baptized, someone is baptizing. Um, I'm thinking of one particular example, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, anything works. Yeah. Uh, if, like, the first thing when you say, like, someone getting baptized, I think of Jesus getting baptized okay. by John the Baptist. Yeah, which is interesting because once we get into the later discussion of what baptism really means, in both sides of the argument of baptism, um, which I'll talk about, but it like, uh, so for those of you who haven't caught on, basically what I mean by both sides of the argument is, um, infant baptism and believer's baptism, which I'll explain later, but, um, whether you argue infant baptism or believer's baptism, um, it seems kind of odd that Jesus was baptized, uh, like as an example for us, but, um, the, both the way infant baptism people believe that um why you do it and both why believers baptism believe why you do it um there was no need for jesus to do it like he was a perfect human being he didn't need to be baptized which i always find kind of interesting but um yeah so you want to i don't know um can you think of other instances in the bible i guess where people are baptized or someone is baptizing or something like that or well i mean you like, said that's the main one that comes to mind but yeah like yeah. uh i guess like i don't know if the but like throughout um the course of like when john the baptist was um preparing the way for jesus as the saying goes i think that's in the bible too but like i yeah, mean just like is. how yeah. most people say it. anyway how like when he was preparing the time for Jesus to come, he like all through that time was like, um, baptizing people. So I think that's just like another time I think of just like him, like making it, getting the people prepared for Jesus to come just like that time baptizing. Otherwise I'm thinking of others, but can, do you have any? Off the top of your head? Um, 
I that would be the main ones for now. Um, I'll talk about some more cases later when we get into the um, infant baptism, believers' baptism uh, side of things. But yeah, I I think that's the generic kind of part for baptism. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to say about that particular like side? The physical before, side. Physical side or something that can is a more generalization of baptism be, before we get into the more nitty gritty, I guess you would say. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that's, the ter- that's the term I heard. <laughs> I've or heard. I've heard before. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say, or should we just move into that? We should move into that. Okay. So, um, first of all, we need to, um, before we can even uh, say one side or the other. Um, we need to talk about uh, what is infant baptism and what is believer's baptism and what do both of those sides believe. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, but we should probably explain the spiritual reason. That's that's going to be the what spirit what believer baptism and infant baptism believes. That's okay. literally what that is. So, you know, we're on the same track here. Um, but... Starting off with uh, infant baptism, maybe I'll explain that and you can explain believer's baptism. So infant baptism is uh, obviously the baptism of infants. So um, children of believers, um, of people in the church, um, they baptize their children um, for multiple reasons. Uh, the main reason, though, is um, because of this uh thing called covenant theology so covenant theology is the belief like so there is the old covenant the old covenant in um with abraham was circumcision right so um we talk about circumcision as being like god's covenant with his people and um you can see time and time again in the bible right where um where people are being baptized by an infant or not baptized by infants what am i saying here i lost my words there (laughs) where people are being circumcised and becoming part of that covenant. Now, Paul, um, I believe it's in Galatians, talks about um, a new covenant that once Jesus came, set in place, and this new covenant is baptism. Um, Baptism is like the old covenant circumcision. So this new covenant, um, like like circumcision, is now baptism. So um, those who believe in infant baptism uh, who are also called pedo-baptists, uh, P-A-E-D-O, Baptist. It's a confusing spelling. Anyway. I doubt they'll write it down. But no, thank but, you, but thank just you. saying. Um, anyway, so pedo-baptists, um, they believe that because circumcision was administered to um, to the, the uh, uh, infants at... Um, in the old covenant, uh, this carries over into the new covenant with baptism. And I can't say for a hundred percent that I have the facts a hundred percent straight on that, but, um, I've been studying this for over a month and a half now, and that's the main argument that seems to stick out to me. Um, and the main belief system behind that. Uh, but if any of you are, um, of the infant baptism belief or pedo baptist belief, um, we'd love to hear comments or um, messages. 
So one thing I'm going to put in a little plug here quick. Uh, go to those messages. on If you go to Anchor, uh, where we make our podcasts, you can listen to our podcast in there as well. If you go there, there's a way to message us, like a voice message. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do that. We would love to hear from you guys. Um, we've already gotten one message from a listener of ours. Um, and we we just really like hearing from you guys. It'd be really cool. Um, and so if you have um, thoughts on like pedo baptism or baptism in general, or what's your belief on baptism or the podcast or anything in general, what you think of the podcast, anything we said in the previous episodes. Don't I know. Tell us what your favorite food is. Go right ahead. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Whatever you say, I, we, we won't care. Um, <laughs> as long as we get a message from you guys, that'd be really cool. So, um, so yeah, um, I would just go ahead. Yes, yeah, I was just gonna say while you're on Anchor, you could hop over and review and rate us. I don't think you can do that on Anchor though. Uh, it's somewhere you can go find to, a go platform. to Apple Podcast. You can go Apple Podcast is another great place to go leave a review. Um, yeah, subscribe. Internet. I don't know if we can even see our subscribers, but I don't know. We would I have to figure that out. I'm not super. Um, Tech savvy? Well, I'm tech savvy. I just don't. I, <laughs> wow. Putting I'm not super tech savvy, but like, I also, I still have to get used to the podcasting platform and stuff. Yes. But yes, lo- long story short, message us on Anchor. That'd be really cool. If you go back a few episodes, we threw out a challenge out there for one of you to um, throw out an intro for us and we feature you in one of our podcasts. Still waiting for someone to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, Go right ahead. It'd be fun. But going back to the subject now, um, uh, as I said, if uh, you're, I mentioned something about being of the Pado Baptist belief. I uh, think that basically just told you what we aren't. Um, yeah, we we believe in believers' baptism. Um, we're not Baptists per se. We're what you would call the non-denominational non-denominationalist sorry it's a long confusing name um but yeah so we believe in believers baptism but uh i couldn't really tell you that without knowing what that is so ellie what is believers baptism in your words in the best way you can do it go ahead okay so i haven't been writing an essay for the last one and a half months so i'm gonna try my best but uh, so how I see like believers baptism is like, um, so when you have accepted Jesus into your heart and, um, decided him as your Lord and savior and believe he died on the cross and rose again, which is what we believe, um, that is your time to confess your faith. And then you can, um, as it commands us in the Bible, you can show, um, testify your faith and show your faith in the act of baptism. So Ed, um, Caleb and I have both been baptized, um, me more recently than Caleb, but um, we just think it's very important because, well, for one, it says in the Bible and um, for two, it's a way to kind of show your faith and kind of profess what you believe Um so yeah, that's kind of what how I say it anyway. Yeah, that was that was a good summary. I I think you basically hit on all the points. The the main points would be just that confession of faith. Um uh yeah, that's that's what 
the argument would be it'd be something you do after you believe in Christ, not before, which is what infant baptism is, is before. Um, because I I would say that most people agree that infants can't true fully believe in Jesus. Truly understand. Yeah. Um, now there's some people that do believe that. I'm not gonna get into that. Um, but I think that's a little bit far fetched. Um, but that's just my opinion. Um also I- if you do like disagree with this, I know we mentioned this, but please, please message us. We'd love to like talk to you and see what you think about it. Yeah, and we're so- not saying you're wrong either, because from I shouldn't say we're not. I shouldn't say we're not saying you're wrong because we kind of are saying you're wrong. But that's just from what I'm not going to say. That's from our point of view because that's also something our culture is. I'm not saying that. Actually, yes, I am saying this is right. I'm not. My point is, is I'm not not open to hearing the other side of the argument. I mean, I've been diving into that argument for Mm a month and a half now, and I found a lot of stuff that I didn't even realize was there right away. Um, but yeah, I was, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I just think, um, that, that, um, I find a better argument for believer baptism in scripture and, uh, yeah, but, um, I would just say, uh, that, um, yeah, I don't really I'm know what else to say. Anyway, but yeah, it's, I just think, um, that's the main thing. I, I would say I'm arguing one side, but, but I'm not, not open to hearing another side. I think especially as, um, at least for me, um, like as teenagers, we can be like, um, just kind of like, not really just kind of based on what you've heard or what you've like been raised up in, like not even, you might not have even been like told this is this and this is that you just kind of just go along with everyone else that believes the same thing as you. So I feel like just going in, maybe just like research it for yourself and see what you believe, dig into God's word and just find the scriptural based things and decide for yourself. Cause I think that's very important with all subjects, not just baptism, but just to really um, see it for yourself in the Bible. Cause you can find direction on things and you might've been told wrong. You might've told been told right. But I think it's very important to just see it for yourself in scripture because uh, you want to prove your own point, I guess. And like, well, it's also important to look with an open mind, too, because I yeah. feel like a lot of times we'll say that, too. It's like, oh, yeah, it says this in Scripture, but, I mean, what lens are you really looking through here? You're looking through the lens where, oh, I'm just trying to find anything and everything in this verse that points towards infant baptism or points towards believer's baptism, mm-hmm. whereas there may actually be something about infant's baptism or believer's baptism, which I'm actually finding in my research, too, is I'm finding there's certain verses for both sides that at first initially would seem to argue one side of the argument, but then after a little close study and just kind of looking at it raw, if you know what I mean, without any lens, you know, to kind of, mm-hmm. um, uh, dissolute, is that a word? I don't know. Uh, but 
like, you know, kind of fuzz the picture there a little bit. But, yeah, I think um, that's really important. And, uh, and just, like, keeping an open mind and digging into it for yourself because that's very important. Yeah. Yeah. So um, maybe we want to talk about for these last uh, six minutes or so about, um, like, uh, the argument of infant baptism more closely and the argument of believers baptism more closely in a brief format and then um, talk about why we believe in believers baptism because we've said we have we know what it is now but we haven't really said why we do believe that mm -hmm. so um, maybe I'll start out by just laying out the groundwork um, of what infant baptism um, like what their main argument and what believers baptism main arguments are mm -hmm. so um, I guess maybe I'll just do this in the format that I'll tell you why believer baptism is not better, but the more scriptural and than infant baptism. I would say the first argument that most believer, um, Baptist believers would not, the people who believe in believers baptism would say is that like one big argument is there's no, the Bible never says anything about infant baptism, which is a big concern. And when I say that, I mean explicitly, not implicitly. So uh, every single infant baptism argument has to be be made by implicit reasoning. Um, Can you tell them what by, by that, implicit means? By that, I mean... Actually, you um, got to tell me because I don't know. Explicit, <laughs> explicit would be it, the Bible actually says something in clear-cut... Yeah, clear-cut words. It says something about infant baptism. Implicit is taking something the Bible says and then... Um, drawing a conclusion from those words mm -hmm. using um, inductive, deductive reasoning to come to a conclusion. Actually, it would be inductive reasoning. Um, sorry, I'm taking logic class right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's um, that's kind of what that would be. And so that's a big um, kind of issue with infant baptism. Another one would be, oh, we're running a little short on time here, but another one would uh, be so the main arguments used would be something like uh, a lot of times they'll use an argument where um, the jailer, if you remember the story with Paul and Silas, I don't have time to talk about it, but the jailer it, it says the jailer was baptized along with his whole household, right? So they say, oh, that includes infants, right? That makes sense. Well, there's probably three problems wrong with that argument. I bet Ellie could figure out one of them. What's one problem that's wrong with that argument? Wrong with what argument? With what the part? argument that infants were baptized because it says the jailer and his whole household was baptized. Uh, what would be a problem with that argument? I don't know what you're asking me. So in the Bible, it talks about the jailer and his whole household being baptized, right? Mm -hmm. That they would argue that that um, helps infant baptism because infants were baptized because his whole household probably included infants. What would be a problem with that? Well, obviously, if they didn't have an infant in exactly. the household. There, there's <laughs> one problem with that is you can't guarantee there is an infant in the household in the first place. Second problem with that would be household in that kind of Greek language wouldn't necessarily mm -hmm. refer to infants, especially in that scenario. Um, another, the main problem with that argument, though, is the verse before, or the verse after, one of the two, says that his whole, along with his whole family, he believed. So it's mm -hmm. not just baptism yeah. here. They believed, 
and then were baptized. It's not not it's not they were baptized because the jailer believed. And so um yeah, that's a really that's a really key issue. Um and then yeah, the the main one I was talking about about the covenant theology, right? Where they believe that this is the new covenant to God's people. Um I think the main uh refutation or pushback on that would be to say that um, in Galatians, Paul talks about this new covenant, right? And he says that um, we are children of Abraham by believing because Abraham's belief was counted to him as righteousness. And so um, it's not this, we're part of this covenant, this new covenant, not because we were baptized, but because we believed. And that believing leads to our baptism as a confession of faith and saying, God, I believe in you. He knows already in our heart, but we're telling others that we believe in him, right? So um, I'd say that's the main reasons why I believe in um, believer's baptism. Um, I could go into depth about a ton of different stories um, on believer's baptism. We don't have the time for that. But yeah, just um, all these cases of people believing, then being baptized. Um, I'll maybe give one more scenario. I, I don't remember if you remember... Um, the story of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch where um, he's riding in his chariot and they're riding down and he's reading a passage of scripture about a lamb being slain in Isaiah. And, and so the Ethiopian eunuch um, believes after Philip talking to him for a while and he says, what, what prevents me from being baptized right now? So he's then baptized after believing in Christ. And um, that's, that's a great example. And I just think, um, for those three reasons, um, not seeing any um, infant baptism mentioned in the Bible, um, it, the verse in Galatians about Abraham and um, the pushbacks on um, the other arguments I, and the foreword for believer's baptism, I just think um, that uh, that baptism is, uh, that form of baptism is kind of where I come to on that stance. And I think you do too. So yeah, I, I hope um, this went well. I guess yeah, it's, it's good to be back. We're happy to be back. Um, we're gonna be rolling out with these um, more consistently now, and uh, hopefully, yeah, we we will though. I'm sure. But uh, yeah, so that's the goal. And uh, yeah, it was it was good. I had fun talking about this. What do you think was was a good topic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. And uh, yeah, I think we got everything out we wanted to say. And I hope you guys learned a little bit about baptism that you didn't know. And uh, yeah, it was a good episode. Make sure to subscribe and comment and stuff like that. So yeah. Okay, I guess we're signing off for now. This has been The Current.